Africa Business Radio, your one-stop resource platform for all things business news, economy, leadership, productivity, investment, and more. ABR, Towards a Profitable Africa. It's a Wednesday, my favorite day, because we have women in a man's world. I hope you're having an incredible day and you are not ready for the show that I have for you today. Um, This is the show that gives valuable and much needed information to the modern day businesswomen in Africa. This show is for entrepreneurs, women in corporate and women aspiring to get into business. It offers information on opportunities, mentorships and the ins and outs of running a business in Africa. We give actionable information and inspiration. Expose and connect female entrepreneurs to opportunities like funding, new markets, collaborations, and support systems across Africa. On today's show, I'm going to talk about marketing. Is it important? Is it necessary for a small business? Should we be doing it at all? Then with my mentorship and opportunities, I'm going to give you a list of some scholarships available for African women. And my guest in studio is Lebo Lyon. <laughs> she has done amazing things. She's a serial entrepreneur. She started multiple businesses. And, okay, I'll talk about her more in the segment. And Tech and Trends, we're going to talk about how the internet is making marketing easier. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Africa Biz Radio, like our Facebook page, Africa Business Radio. And if you have any comments, questions, queries, complaints, you can email info at africabusinessradio.com. Stay tuned. Africa Business Radio on www.africabusinessradio.com. Find us on Facebook, Africa Business Radio, and on Twitter, Africa Business Radio, towards a profitable Africa. Welcome back to Women's in the Men's World on Africa Business Radio. I am now going to talk about marketing and is it important for your business? Um, You know, as a business owner or aspiring business owner, we have all heard about the importance of marketing our business. But how necessary is marketing? How much effort should be put into, into it, especially 
by growing businesses. And because I'm not a marketing guru, I have um, Felicia Torbejan. Felicia, I'm sorry, hey? Um, it's okay. I'm used to just calling her Felicia <laughs> in that in that <laughs> accent, you know. Hi, Felicia. <laughs> How are oh, you wow. doing? Oh, bye, Felicia. <laughs> How are you today? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for joining us in studio. I have two marketing gurus in studio. So, Lebo, if you feel like we're we're lying, just you know, you can just step in. <laughs> we want to tell people the truth here. We don't want to lie to people. <laughs> Now, Felicia, um, brief intro. Um, mm-hmm. You are the director of Hive Consultancy. Yes. And you do marketing, social media marketing, um, branding, that kind of thing. Yes, I do. All right. Now, what made you pick marketing? Why are you in marketing to begin with? Oh, it's a very long journey, to be honest. Um But I think my passion and love for marketing starts with the fact that I love to see people grow, um, especially brands, you know, like you mentioned, small businesses, especially. Um, They struggle to get their name out there. And I I suppose that's what stems my love for marketing. Um, I chose to go into the marketing industry because I felt like there are some aspects missing in trying to get your brand out there to the public, whether it be nationally, locally, you know, or internationally. Um, So I think my main reason for wanting to be in marketing or joining the marketing industry is because of the love I have for introducing new brands to the public and, you know, growing sales, growing the exposure to the public as well. Mm. Okay, now we're we're talking about the importance of marketing or if it's even important for small business or growing businesses. Now, before we talk Mm -hmm. about its importance and why it should be done, let's just clarify what marketing actually entails. So can you tell us what marketing actually Mm -hmm. is? Well, marketing involves showing your brand or product service, depending on what it is that you're selling, in a positive light to your customers or your target market, um, showing them what you can do and why they should actually purchase or you know purchase your products or services. Um, so marketing really entails drawing in the target market to what it is that you're selling or providing. Um, so that's, I suppose, the brief explanation of what marketing entails. Okay. So and and so marketing is trying to you know. Get your product to the people. Get people to know about you. Because I feel like yes. with, with when you're a business, big or small, or even as a brand, as a person, you have to be mm-hmm. able to market yourself, put yourself forward so people know about you, people know about what you're doing. Because I feel like Most if, you, definitely. if people don't know about you, no one's going to you know buy from you. No one's going buy to anything. tune into you or you know talk about you. Mm-hmm. So that's quite important. But you know, with marketing, yes. a lot of the times we tend to go for word of mouth. Um, mm. I start a business and then I'm going to tell my friends that I'm starting a business and I'm doing ABCD. But we have like different things that are going on um, in the marketing space right now. We used to have mm-hmm. um, traditional marketing only, which yes. correct me if I'm wrong, but that's um, your billboards, your TV, your radio. Mm-hmm. And now we yes, have digital marketing. And I feel like a lot of people don't understand how digital marketing actually works. Is it really different well, from traditional except for like, okay, radio and um, I don't know, website? Is it really different? Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. Um, it's very different. Um, if you look at your traditional marketing, it's very much sometimes very physical. Uh, for example, billboard. It's something you can see because let's say you're driving on the freeway or whatever and there's a billboard. Your traditional marketing comes in the form of TV adverts as well, something that you can see. Sometimes also in the form of, let's say, perhaps pamphlets, something you can hold. Mm. Um, when it comes to your digital marketing, it's all online. Um, whether it be on a website, on social media, um, it's not something you can, it's not something tangible. Um, so they difference they different in that sense. However, the the aim is all one goal, which is to get your brand and product out to the public. Mm. 
Okay, but which one mm. is best? Because I know there's an age-old debate on whether I should put my advert in the <laughs> newspaper or whether I should put it in an online magazine. Which which is best for businesses, especially small businesses? Because, you know, big the bigger small the business, business, you know, they hire advertising agencies and marketing agencies to do their stuff. But as True. small businesses, you usually have to do it yourself. So if you're mm. sitting at the crossroads, which type of marketing should you choose you know to be honest i think it all really depends on your product and target market i mean if your product or your target market is perhaps an older or much more mature generation or Mm. maybe perhaps let's say people who are very corporate and read the morning newspaper um you'd go for the traditional marketing because of that however as a small business i think not all small businesses have that large budget where they can now spend on the traditional marketing. So like a magazine advert or a newspaper advert, you know, mm-hmm. um, the digital marketing does make it easier for small businesses, especially to put themselves out there. I mean, you can start off from as little as your social media account, for example, Twitter. Um, mm-hmm. The more followers you have, that's free. You know, you're not paying to get yeah. the followers. Yeah. Um, but can't you pay for Facebook followers? Or... I've heard this before. Can't you pay to get followers? You know, people do, but sometimes How it's do not you really do that? a good I idea. I want to increase my followers. <laughs> <laughs> I would not advise that. Okay. <laughs> I really... <laughs> you know, people buy followers and you never even know what you're getting. Half the people, will f- you find that they are bots. It's not even real people that you're trying to What are bots? You know, buy. Remember, our listeners <laughs> may not know. Like, Are they robots? so online bots or social media bots are accounts created but are not actually run by people um they really just automated accounts um so you find like let me think uh you know when you you follow someone or someone follows you and then you get an automated dm and you're like but i didn't actually send a message to this person you know think of that there's nothing really created by the people themselves Mm. um it's just kind of information put out there automated okay all right Mm. um so in terms of the digital marketing versus traditional in for me coming to small businesses i would opt for the digital marketing yes both the traditional and digital can have the same impact however you it's easier to to market yourself out there with the with digital marketing especially if you don't have the budget okay all right. Now, how important is it um, for small businesses to take on to take on marketing? Is it something that should be at the top of your list, or it's something that you could do, you know, when you're, you know, more settled? Because we don't mm. have budgets, we don't have, you know, we're very frugal, and we have to be mm. frugal. So, is it no, important, definitely. or should we just, you know, put it to the side? You know, it's important because how else are people going to find out about your product? You know, you can make something amazing. Let's say you make clothes, for example. Make the best design ever. But if you're not putting it out there, no one's going to know it's there and meaning no one buys it. So it is important. Um, I think, though, you need to start as a small business. You need to start working on first your image. So how you you want your brand to look, whether it be your logo, your do you have a website, do you have an email address and so forth. And then only put yourself out to the public because you don't want to put yourself out there. You know, like I'm always on people's cases about using Gmail as a business address, for example. Um, You need to always start with your image. Your image will then sell itself, you know. So from that, I would still think that marketing is important and something that should put at the top of your list as a small business. Is the logo and the, you know, what you're talking about, logo, email Mm -hmm. stuff, is it part of marketing or that's another animal to deal with? No, branding falls part of marketing, you know. because think about it let's think of a big um brand let's say apple for example mm. the fact that you know what the apple logo looks like already is enough you know i don't okay. need to now sit and be like oh no what is this what do these people do that's good so marketing you right need there. To, yeah you need to always make sure that your your imaging and your logo associates to your brand itself so Immediately when people see your logo or maybe the letter of your brand, they already know what it is. Okay. And that by itself sells your product and name as it is. Okay. 
All right. Thank you so much. Now, if you were to give uh, business advice, marketing advice, something that most businesses always get wrong, what would it be? Oh, this is a big one, but I will, <laughs> I'll try to keep it brief. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I think people generally think maybe like emails, email, like having a domain. People think that's really expensive and it, it isn't. It's probably one of the cheapest things you can acquire once you start your business. Um, make sure that you have a professional look. Um, I know marketing sometimes can be a bit expensive and stuff like that. But if you are a small business and you don't have the budget, invest in small things such as your domain, um, which is where your email addresses and website will lead to then. Um, you don't necessarily need to build a website upon starting the business, but you can purchase the domain and use it for emails. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I would say is make sure your social media accounts are you know, in unison. You don't want to be on Twitter as, let's say, Africa Biz Radio, mm-hmm. and then on Facebook, you're now something else, and then people don't know if it's actually the same people. So if you're going to put your brand out there, make sure that it's uniform across all your platforms that you're putting it out there. So no matter where I see it, I still know that it's, that it's the same brand. Okay. So I think that's one one thing that people usually get wrong. Like, oh, no, I have all the social media accounts, but, but they, they don't have the so same different. handle or the same look. Okay. Exactly. So make sure, keep the same look across all your platforms and any channels that you're using to put out your product, whether it be mm. social media, whether you're putting out pamphlets, business cards, or whatever. Mm. Um, just make sure there's a uniform look um, across all of those. Mm. Okay. Mm. Thank you so much. Thank you for the mm. advice and the information. It was very helpful because I know marketing is something that people get confused about they don't know which marketing um, strategy they should put in or you know i think we mm-hmm. weren't lying you should see the way Lebo is not <laughs> we're giving her well, the I'm point glad. <laughs> i'm glad she didn't call me out on air and say no no, <laughs> no i think we're on points thank you so much for um joining us in studio and i hope to have you in again sometime soon Most definitely and you give us more detail Guys, that was Felicia. I'm not going to say the bye, Felicia, though. (laughs) (laughs) That was Felicia, and she was giving us uh, information on how to market your business, when it should be marketed. Is it even important? Now we're going to go on a quick break. And remember, when we come back, I'm going to give you a list of scholarships available for women in Africa. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Africa Biz Radio and like our Facebook page, Africa Business Radio. Stay tuned.
Welcome back to Women in a Man's World. I know this is your favorite show on Africa Business Radio. Um, now I'm going to get into scholarships available for women. Now I know some of you are like, oh, because you're always all about business and all this stuff. But no, really, I'm here for all the women, whether you're trying to further your studies, whether you're trying to grow your business by doing a side hustle course, whatever, mentorship, anything you want. I am here for the ladies. So the first one that I'm going to talk about is the USAID Peer Women in Science Mentoring Program for Women in Developing Countries. You can't be confused who this is for. It's like women in science, women in developing countries. So um, the USAID is an, invites um, applications from women in science in African and Arab countries intending to be mentors or mentees for the partnerships for enhanced engagement in research. That's what the PEER stands for. It stands for Partnerships for Enhanced Engagement in Research Program. So for those of you ladies who are looking for mentors or you want to be mentors yourself, because remember at the end of the day, you always know something that someone else doesn't know. We learn something every day. And if you feel like, okay, I've gone to stage two, of whatever journey you're from, you're on, you have to also mentor um, other people who are still on, you know, stage one. So this is for you guys who want to mentor or be mentored, whichever way um, you want to do it, it's fine. The second one I'm going to talk about is the African Leadership Center, Peace and Security Fellowship for African Women. Um, This fellowship brings together African women in the early stages of their careers to undertake a fully a carefully designed training program in conflict, security, and development. And I feel like this one is um, very, very important because we need more women who are trained and who know about conflict, security, development. Because I feel like a lot of men are the ones who make these decisions for us. Um, when it's talk, talking about war and how to make peace and all that stuff, you you rarely see women there, you know, or even minister of defense or minister of state security. I'm yet to see a female. I mean, if you know one, please tag us um, and then we can give her a shout out because that would be something quite big. Because usually if it's something, it's a general somewhere or, you know, we can be generals too. I mean, hey, it's it's peace. We can do it. So this is something you can look into if you're interested in peace and security. Um, the next one that I'm going to talk about is um, for the younger ladies. Um, this is an undergraduate scholarship. It's the LSE Pauline Graham Undergraduate Scholarship for African Women. It's available for women from Africa who desire to take undertake undergraduate studies at the London School of Economics and Political Science. So if this is you or if you know or if you have a little sister that wants to study economics or political science, something that's very important for us to do as well, please send them that way. Then we have the Mawazo PhD Scholars Program for African Women. This is a one-year program, non-residential fellowship aimed at women pursuing PhD studies at Kenyan universities. Hello, East Africa. So our Kenyan sisters, if you want to do your PhD, we know it's it's quite expensive. It takes, you know, time and a lot of money. Um, you can apply for the scholarship and, you know, might find yourself um, getting through your PhD very well. Women in STEM, there is the BHW Group Women in STEM Academic Scholarship for Study in the USA. I wish there was more for study in Africa. Yeah, it's UK, USA. Not that it's bad, but mm, guys, can you copy-paste? You know, I'm all about the copy-paste situation. We see what they do out there. We, we learn from them. We come back and we build. Not this whole thing of um, you go for for two weeks and you come back with an American accent and you think everything's dirty. Nope. But back to my scholarships. Women who are pursuing an undergraduate or master's degree and are majoring in science, technology, engineering, or mathematics um, during the 2018 school year are eligible to apply for the Women in STEM Academic Scholarship. One thing I like about this um, that I'm seeing, if I can just say this too, is there are a lot of programs that are encouraging women to get into STEM um, 
STEM programs. <laughs> I feel like I said programs too much. But yes, um, we need more women in science. We need more women in technology. You know, let's get into that engineering. Let's get into that math. Let's, you know, focus on things that build. You know, I'm all about women becoming more drivers of economies, more into the hard industries, if you want to call them that. Let's get into serious industries that are talked about in the business papers and stuff. We can do it. We don't have to shy away. And if you find yourself, you know, you're smart enough to get maths. I I know I barely passed my maths exams. But if you feel like, you know, you have a knack for numbers, go for it. Don't be scared. Don't say I don't have money. I'm giving you scholarships where you can go study. Please. I don't want to hear any excuses from the ladies. We have the Oprah Oprah Winfrey's African Women's Public Service Fellowship at NYU. Um, That's the New York University. It's sponsored by Oprah Winfrey, the Queen of Media. Oh, did you see her cover? It was great. Um, It's six to prepare African women with experience working on issues facing Africa for public service careers in their home countries. Now, guys, Oprah is just the queen. She is giving you the things, equip, she's equipping you with what you need to go and fix the public service industry in your home country. And we know in Africa, we really need this. Like our governments are just sleeping on us. You know, they're just, they're not doing anything that needs to be done. Um, I was talking about this with my friend last night and we're like, you know what, let's just leave everything and go into politics and become, you know, public servants and just whip our countries into shape. We need this, ladies. And I feel like if we have more women sitting in parliament, sitting in government, sitting in the decision seats, things might start changing because these men, these men are not serious. They, they, I feel like... Eh, Guys, I, I can't get into this anymore. <laughs> but we also have the University of Michigan Center for Education of Women. Um, these are scholarships which serve women and non-traditional students. Um, it was established in 1970 to honor academic performance and potential of women whose education has been interrupted and to commemorate the 100th anniversary of the admission of women to the University of Michigan. That's what the scholarship is for. So it's a special scholarship. It's the University of Michigan Center for Education of Women, CEW, Scholarships for Women. So um, we all know the stories of women who get, you know, girls who get pregnant during um, their time in school and so forth. And, you know, sometimes when you want to go back to school, you know, you're told uh, we don't have money anymore. We're now paying for your child's diapers and all of this. It shouldn't be a reason for you to stop. There's a scholarship that you can go and try out for and you never know, you know, what could become of you. Just follow your dreams. Don't quit. You know, whatever made you stop, it doesn't matter. That's the past. We're looking at the future. Guys, this is all I have for you right now. I'm going to try and squeeze in one, 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 one. It's the Women Tech Makers, formerly Google Anita Borg Memorial Scholarship. And it's a scholarship for women in Africa. Um, through the Women Take Maker Scholarships Program, Google is furthering um, Dr. Anita Borg's vision of creating gender equality in the field of computer science by encouraging women to excel in computing and technology and become active leaders and role models in the field of computing technology for bas- bachelors. <laughs> masters and PhD degrees so guys this is all I have for you in your mentorship and opportunities these are the opportunities out there for us let's go take them if you want to know more about this you can go to afterschoolafrica.com there's a whole list and they can send you personalized scholarships um, for you to apply to we're going to go on a quick break and when we're back we're with Miss Lebo Lion in studio stay tuned to Africa Business Radio The prosperity of your venture into Africa is our goal. We are committed to the success of every business in Africa. ABR, towards a profitable Africa. Cyper, the South African Institute of Professional Accountants, making meaningful contributions to the accounting profession and your career. I am Dumisane Zamini, Chief Financial Officer of the National Arts Council. In 2016, Young CFO in Public Sector CFO of the Year. 
I've always had a passion for accounting. Getting ahead in my career was always my dream, and being a Cyper professional accountant has prepared me for my role in leadership. Cyper, your trusted business advisor. Welcome back to Women in a Man's World on Africa Business Radio. I am your host, always, Kudzai. And now in studio, I have Lebo Lion, Mr. Hello. Avocado, I just found out. Sure, yes. there's a story behind that. <laughs> Remember to follow us on Twitter at Africa Biz Radio, like our Facebook page, Africa Business Radio. Lebo, how are you today? I'm awesome. Thank you, Kudzai. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> it's one um, of those days. You know, it's you know this month just started. It just smacked me off my feet. Like, oh wow! Fell head we're to the only floor. On day four. Imagine. So it's gonna be a long one for you. Imagine. Yeah. Anyway, Lebel is a serial entrepreneur. She has started multiple businesses and managed to make, I want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. She managed to make 100,000 in her first year of business. While yes. other people are making minus 100,000. <laughs> <laughs> and this was at the age of 25. Yeah. She is the founder of FCF, yeah. an online magazine. MD of Be The Brain Marketing, Growth Hacker, and Lean Africa Strategy with yes. based in Johannesburg. Yes. Those are, those are a lot of... Yeah, Soji, so, you know, he wants to be a part of the show. <laughs> like, he always chimes in, really, one day it'll be... <laughs> I'll kick you out. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find I'm not here anymore and he's just in studio. But, Lebo, thank yes. you so much for joining us. Now, you know, I wanted to first ask you about the 100K, but now I want to know about the Mr. Mr. Avocado. Because I was, I was looking for her on, um, on Twitter now, and I'm like... <sighs> Why can't I find you? Because I was using my personal account. I'm like, why can't I find you? Yeah. Like, Mr. Avocado Lady. 
So, you know, marketing and as well as other industries in South Africa are filled with men, you know. And I found that on Twitter, when a woman talks about business, people don't listen. It's like <laughs> Exactly. They're like, Where's the man? They mm. want they wanna hear it from the man. They want the man. Exactly. So one day I just got fed up and I was like, I can't be going to all these conferences and events and tweeting all this wisdom and, and nobody's no retweeting. Exactly. What about so, the women? Weren't we like cheering you or we were doing that pull head down syndrome that, you know, sometimes? Well, I don't think they were pulling me down. I just think it was, you know, patriarchy just it has us all conditioned to think that when a man says something about business, it must be true. Yeah. So... And you know, if you get influential men in business to retweet you, then mm-hmm. other women will follow suit and they'll true, retweet you true. and they'll support you yeah. and then they'll start listening to you. So I was like, you know what? Let me let me experiment. Let me put a mister next and to my name happens. and see what happens. I, I actually saw someone else on, on Twitter say more, well, something similar. Yeah. It's a female, but um, their name, I don't want to say their handle because, you know, yeah. <laughs> but it's talent something. And yeah. co- to be quite honest, when I saw the tweets and, you know, they do this artist management maybe or something yes. along those lines, yeah. I honestly thought it was a guy. Yeah. And they even emailed me and inboxed me. I just thought it was a guy. Yeah. I I don't know why I thought it was a man, but then they tweeted this week um, a picture of themselves, and I, I don't know <laughs> what it is about me that people think I'm, I'm a, a man. man. I'm like, yeah, you it happens all the time. It happens it's all just, the time. It's psychological, and it's like it undertones. You yes. just think when someone's talking sense about something, it must, must be, be a man. man, especially in business. Wow, I'm so ashamed of myself. You know, no, it's, it's a wake-up call. Yeah. Now now I'll be more aware of that. Yeah. Now tell me about this 100K because I also want to know about this money, girl. Hey, <laughs> Are we doing drinks <laughs> after this? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I grew up in a home of entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. So my dad's an entrepreneur. Mm. My aunt was a nurse. She used to work at Bada and then she became an entrepreneur mm. before she passed away. And she did very, very well. Mm. And people always undermined her because she was a nurse. And I used to live with them. So I would go with her to the garages. They used to own a chain of BP stores. Oh, BP really? Garages. And yeah. she was a nurse. And she was a nurse before that. And she, one day she quit her job. Her husband had just acquired some money. Mm. And he's like, darling, do what you think is right. Wow. She she She's just gave me goosebumps. She winged it. She wow. winged it and she she literally did so well. She was getting awards in Switzerland everywhere. She broke business barriers. Amazing. And you know with the petroleum industry it's very hard to make money. It's mm. very hard to own a garage and make it, money. That's why I'm like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to go with her. She used to put me in the car mm. and I'd go everywhere she went. Mm. And if it wasn't with her, it was with my dad. And he is, he's an incredible entrepreneur and I think he's very good at sales. My dad could sell ice to an Eskimo. Wow. So I learned a lot about people, networking, sales and how to speak. I need to know from about my that. Dad. Especially sales. I can't sell. It's, yeah, the, sales the, moment, the moment you tell me no, I'm fine. I'm like, okay. Yeah, exactly. So sales wow. is a skill. It's, it's mm. something really important. So when I'd go to work with my dad or my aunt, I'd learn all these skills. And in my mind, it was always ingrained that if you're bored, do something, go sell it, you mm-hmm. know? So school holidays, my dad would say, oh, but there are all these festivals and whatever happening. Why don't you sell hot dogs instead of sitting at home mm-hmm. <laughs> or going out with your friends? Do, do something, something. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, it was always like, but I must do something, you know? Mm-hmm. So when I was in varsity, I, I was experimenting and learning, you know, the, the varsity landscape and I wasn't feeling fulfilled. I felt like, ah, but I'm reading this marketing textbook and it's not aligned with the people who I admire, like mm-hmm. uh, your Seth Gardens, your, um, uh, what's his name? I forgot his name now. He's amazing. Even Oprah, you know, mm-hmm. people who've done business, they haven't just studied it and then told us what it was. They did it mm-hmm. and they broke boundaries. So when I read my textbook, I was like, ah, these two things don't match to me. Mm-hmm. What you're saying in this textbook isn't something that's real. It can't mm-hmm. really be implemented. So I was like, actually, let me figure this out for myself. So I started doing events. I'd attend events and then I met some celebrities and I'd get in the vibe. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I can do this on my own. Mm-hmm. So I met with some people in Soweto and I was like, guys, let's do the first night market in Soweto. Let's see. Let's, let's see, see what it can how do it goes. for us. You know? Yeah. Because I think I'm great at events. I think I can do this with my eyes closed. I'm mm-hmm. a market. I can sell anything. Mm-hmm. So we did it and we made a profit from the first event. Literally, like we just killed it and we made that 100K. I don't know how we did it. Is this it. from this show? From that event, people Kel. came. 
I, by some luck, Kaya FM, someone at Kaya FM heard that we were doing this. They gave us a platform to advertise. Mm. It just all came together. Wow. So, yeah, that that was my first big, big lump sum of money. Mm. Unfortunately, Did I was, you buy shoes? No, no. I was working with a team of guys, right? Uh. And... Because of patriarchy and other things and just bad character, they took all the money. Oh my god! Yeah, so it was, and I. I've so you didn't, so, I didn't. You didn't. I had the money in my hand. Can we find we these men? Oh, Can I, I come with are. my squad? I know where they are. <laughs> <laughs> That's how bad. It, and I've met so many women who've gone through the same thing. Like yeah. it, it's a normal thing, which is really disgusting and scary. That in South Africa, it's normal for people, for women to make money, and then the money is taken away by their partners. You know so, what? We should we should get some people oh, in in studio, yeah. and we should talk about. I need to know the man's point of view. What yeah. gives you the, you know, the, the confidence? Right, the confidence. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. It's, it's, it's an individual problem. Not no, that's, I'm, I'm saying the men who do that. Yes. I want to get the that. men who mm. do that to answer. Wow, that's okay. Yeah. You, you know what? I was going to ask you <laughs> to tell me about your journey so far, but <laughs> girl. <laughs> You just quite okay. So from there, tell me about the other businesses that you started. I know now you're doing Lucha. Yes, Lucha Africa. Lucha Africa, but <laughs> you also, you know, I've listed some businesses yes. here now. Tell tell us about that. What's going on? Okay, so even though I grew up in an entrepreneurial home, I always felt like maybe I should work. You know, maybe I should go work for a company. Get a salary. Everyone around me is working. Mm. There's so much pressure to go to school, to go to varsity, study something, and work for certain companies. There's so much pressure yeah, to do that. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like even if you know deep inside you is not what you're supposed to do, you'll pursue it when things don't work mm-hmm. because everyone's doing it and it seems to be working for them. Mm-hmm. So I would go, I would start something like that events thing. Mm. Then it failed. Then I'd go work. <laughs> then I'd get bored of working. <laughs> then I'd be like, now I'm done. Let and me then I'd do something start else. another business. Mm. It will work. I'd always make money and then something wouldn't happen. It was always with relationships with people like trust, whether they take too much money or something, you know. Mm. Then I'd go back. Mm. Always having learned more. Always being able to add more value to the companies I work in. But like, it just felt like for the talent I have, I wasn't... There was no salary that could pay me enough for what for I what think you I'm bringing, adding to yeah. the company. So eventually I was like, no, take the leap, girlfriend. Don't go and try work anymore. If you face hard times, face them. Don't run away from them. So I started marketing consulting because that's what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. And because I had met people through my journey, they gave me a few contracts. You know, They're like, okay, we know you can do this. Come through, work with this, and I'd always learn. And that's how Be The Brain uh, came up. It started from a consulting basis on my own. Mm. And then when I got bigger clients, I had to hire a few people to help me, you mm-hmm. know, because you can't do it on your own. No, you can't. You yeah. can't. It's very hard. But um, I really am passionate in lean organizations. And I don't believe that people should be coming to work every single day mm. to sit in the office and look at a computer working on one campaign for the whole month. Like for me, that's like torture. I can't, I wouldn't hire people to do that. Mm. So even though I do have people who I hire, I encourage them to go and do projects with other companies as well. Mm. Because I want people who are on point, who are on the game, who come with creativity that I can't give them mm. in my environment. You know, I want that exchange. I want the synergy of our industries. Okay. So I'm all about like lean businesses, innovation, letting people express themselves, come and go. Cause that's how I feel I, I am. So I want that from people who work with me or for me. Mm. And that's how be the brain marketing started. We do campaigns, we do marketing strategies, we do digital, we do all of that. Um, mm. Centered in marketing and enterprise development. And then I've also just done quite a lot of events. And I think, you know, I love events. You like events, don't you? <laughs> I'm so good at them. I think, you know, when you can say you're so good at something, I think if, you if, if I lost everything in my life, I would just do events. events. And I know I'd make money. For me, it's a basic structure. It's a basic business model. And it works. There's a lot of money in it. But it's just... It can get monotonous. Mm-hmm. And if you're someone like me, you know, I can't eat the same meal you for a week. You get bored easily. I get bored easily. <laughs> yeah. No, really, I can't. I can't. I'm always, 
I can't even sleep. When I sleep, I'm thinking about yeah, you've what got I a could busy be brain. Can you exactly. meditate? <laughs> I've been trying. You've been trying, right? I I play meditation music <laughs> when I'm working. Yeah, girl. But if your mind does that, yeah. you can't you can't shut it up. You can't shut it up. So for me, it's I go in and out of events. You know, mm. if I feel passionate about something today, if I if I'm like, oh, the radio industry is great, and I actually want to do events mm. for people in the radio industry, I'll do it, and then I'll stop, and then I'll continue with my <laughs> thing, and then you know, and I think. Um, one thing that women aren't encouraged to do is mm. to experiment and play. So when you're you have a woman, to find something and you go yeah. to it and it has to work. And for it you. has to work and you have to be dedicated to it for a hundred years. Mm. You know, and whereas for our male counterparts are playing. Yes, they'll go for interviews and they'll say, yeah, I'm the MD of this one company and they'll talk about it. But actually, the truth is they're playing. They're out there experimenting with different business models, different industries. And I really wish more women would play because you, you'll find your strengths. That, that That's quite true because mm. with the male friends that I have that are entrepreneurs, they do everything. They do a little bit of everything. I'm yeah. like, dude, <laughs> how are you doing a little bit of everything? Yeah. You have one thing that will pay the bills. Yes. And you have, just have you to know? that one. Yeah. And the other one for your girlfriend's allowance. Thank you. You must play. <laughs> you know, now you that you play. talked about uh, women doing, you know, different things and experimenting more, I listened to your podcast and this mm-hmm. is actually how, because I've met um, Mashudu. Mashudu before yeah. and, you know, he sends, you know, every time he has a podcast, he sends these yeah. um, shout outs, no, promos. promos to your WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> you just find it there. <laughs> and I, I, I listened to your podcast um, and it was titled Entrepreneurship is Broken. Yes. For women. Yeah. And I'm like, Ish, what is this about? Yeah. Now, why do you say that? You know what, actually? This hey. is this was Mash putting words in my mouth. Okay. Because um, I, I, I agree with the fact that women being included in entrepreneurship in South Africa is something we need to talk about. Because I don't think there are a lot of women being included in a valuable or relevant way, you know? We're kind of like poster children for certain things, you know? So, for instance, August, Women's Month. Ooh, female entrepreneurship, you know, that's when they'll push us. But every every other time, it's time for the real entrepreneurs, which are men. Mm-hmm. So I think that's what we were talking about when we spoke about its entrepreneurship broken. And then we mm-hmm. were also talking about the fact that because we, we like to consult for small businesses it's our passion project me and mash Mm. so we like to go into small businesses that we've identified who we've spoken to and interacted with in the environment and we say hey do you need our help you know do you and they also approach us as well so Mm. when we would help those businesses we found that there were so many issues that just stemmed from people not having information and not mm. being educated. And mm. I don't mean formal education. I just mean like if you've got a business and you've had it for four years, there's certain things you should know you by should now. should know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. they didn't know. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, and that was because they didn't know where to find information. Mm. They just didn't know. It was like you're just starting a business to survive and then you think it will work. But there's you're not thinking that there's so much more to it. Mm-hmm. So that's what we were talking about. We said, is entrepreneurship broken and we we think it is i think it is i think that if people aren't informed if people don't start on businesses because they want to add value to society and they're Mm -hmm. only starting them because they want to survive Mm -hmm. then that's not entrepreneurship and therefore it is broken okay yeah wow okay that's loaded but (laughs) (laughs) okay now because of this what should um, small businesses and entrepreneurs, mainly focusing on female entrepreneurs yeah. in Africa, do to be more disruptive. Because remember, I, I find that female entrepreneurs are not dis- disruptive enough. We're just there, you that know. We're, we're just <laughs> we're just there doing the same old thing, you know. If you're selling potatoes, <laughs> I'm gonna sell potatoes with you. Yeah. There's, you know, when's the last time you held? A, an app or a gadget or whatever that is disruptive and that was made by a woman. Okay, that's that's loaded. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I'd actually like to beg to differ and say, I think with women we're not allowed to define ourselves broadly. So when you look at something that's really big right now, the girls who sell weaves, those women are disruptive. They may not be using the latest apps. But the way they're selling, they're moving units. These girls are making 100K a week, you know. And when you think about that, you're thinking to yourself, is that disruption? Like, no one is defining it as disruption. But for me, it's disruptive. How is it that in the climate that we're in, where petrol prices are going up, 
you can make a hundred k a week selling hair. Because black women like hair. But black women don't have money, though. <laughs> we have so, boyfriends. We give us boyfriend allowances. You see? All of us. I mean, not me. Exactly. But do you get what <laughs> I'm trying not to say? Me. Like, it's so disruptive. It's just that the African continent doesn't understand how African people work, mm. how they communicate, and so how we have they our own way of being disruptive. We have in our Africa. own way of being disruptive. We, the most, uh, who was it? Robbie, not Robbie Malinga. Uh, that other musician who's always kicking, Doctor Doctor Malinga. Doctor Malinga. Doctor yeah. Malinga. Sorry. Yeah. He when he before he became famous, he used to be one of those guys at the taxi ranks calling people into taxis. Oh. Jobeg, and, Jobeg. Yeah, yeah. He used to be. He used to be that guy, and he okay. became famous because people used to love his charisma and he'd do the dance no, with and the leg thing and the whatever. You know, that's hey. disruptive. That is disruptive in the environment that he's in. He doesn't need an app to be disruptive. Do Africans need apps to be disruptive? You get what I'm trying mm. to say? So I feel like, do we understand our own continent? Or are we just labeling ourselves and judging ourselves according to, to European other, and Western? Other things. Yeah, other things. Because maybe in America, disruption is an app. Is Facebook yeah. and Twitter. But maybe here yeah, it's not. It's kicking your leg. Maybe it's kicking your leg. But it, we have That's to look deeper into what is it? Why does That's that work? Why do people buy when someone uh-huh. does that? Mm-hmm. Why does DJ Smoo go to taxi ranks with his mo fire mm-hmm. instead of going into shops? Why is it working for him? You get what I'm trying and to say? And we should focus more and zero in more on that. Yes. And I believe that Africa is a community-based continent. People want to feel real connection. And they never feel it on a phone mm-hmm. or on a screen. They want to They want to see you. I want to see level and know. believing. Yes. yes. So for us, if you're going to be disruptive, you're going to have to have personality and you're going to have to be where wherever you're selling mm. at some point you have to physically be there so i think that going back to your question are women disruptive i think that if we're going to say that disruption in africa especially is about physically being there then we also have to acknowledge our environment and know that it's not that safe for women mm. so it's very hard for us to want to step out and go into the environment and be disruptive in that way do you get mm, what i'm trying mm, to say mm. But I think that for the limitations that black women have and the information, you know, the little information that they have, I think they're doing quite a lot. Mm -hmm. Is it working in the current, you know, economy that we have? 50-50. 50, you know, 50. stock falls are working. It's working. They're doing their own kind of disruption. Banks mm. are even there offering accounts. That means it's not a small thing. Yeah, yeah. They want to get in on the money. Exactly, but no one will call it disruption. Mm. So those women are So disruptive. we should start calling our kind of disruption, disruption. We yes. should start labeling it as disruption. Yes. Especially us in media. Yeah. We should start putting a spotlight on that. Yes, it's disruptive. It's disruptive. It's, and it's low cost. Yeah. We talk about bootstrapping. We bootstrap. bootstrap. Okay. Now, um, quickly, um, I always, you know, now I like to know. <laughs> oh, why no. do you? No, it's easy. I'm <laughs> not going to ask you about that little secret you did when you were. No. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, what do you th- see um, entrepreneurs doing wrong that you think they should just know? You know, sometimes yeah. we see something and like, I see this a lot, yes. guys. Don't do this. Do yes. this. What's that one thing? Oh, gosh. I don't have one thing. Just one. I'm a Virgo. I've got like a hundred. No, just one. <laughs> okay. Can I get two? Okay. Two quickly. <laughs> okay. Um, one, undervaluing marketing for their business. Mm-hmm. That's the most important thing. I say if you start a business, that's the thing you must invest in first. Marketing. Marketing. Mm-hmm. If you've got the idea for the product and you know you can afford it, maybe if you have this kind of money, just get a logo. You know, get mm-hmm. a picture, whatever, and start getting followers because that's the market you're going to sell to. Before, mm-hmm. You don't have to have the bottle of water in your hand to be able to sell it. So marketing first all the time, we undermine it, but mm-hmm. that's what sells everything. Mm-hmm. And then secondly, it's empowering yourself with information. Mm-hmm. In South Africa, I don't know about the rest of Africa, but people seem to think that someone must tell you what you need. Okay. And that's not true. Like you must go find it for yourself. If you can't find it here, go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. But it's not up to anyone else but yourself to get information. Okay. And you should have it for your business. All right. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ish, you know, we just went in and out and on and on. You yeah. were the fire in the studio. <laughs> Contact details, social media handles, anything you want our listeners to have? Yes, of course. So you can find me on Twitter mm. at Lebu underscore L-I-O-N-1, the number one. Mm. Um, 
Lebu underscore lion one or you can just put in Mr. Avocado Lady I'm sure you'll find me Mr. Avocado Lady yep <laughs> and you can find me on Instagram at Lebu underscore lion just Lebu underscore lion and you can listen to my podcast Lessons with Lion on SoundCloud Thank you so much for joining us in studio. It was so much fun. Hey, the energy, the energy. I want us to go on and on, but the time. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us in studio. Thank and you I for hope me. to have you back in here again for a one hour segment. Yep. <laughs> Stay tuned to Africa Business Radio. We're going to go on a very quick break. And I'm going to give you some apps on stuff that you can use on the internet that is improving how we do marketing. Welcome back to Women in a Man's World on Africa Business Radio. I am Kudzai, and I'm going to give you a quick, quick, quick roundup of um, tech and stuff you can use to make marketing easy. I've been laying on the marketing on you today, and I'm not just going to leave you hanging, you know, spinning, and, okay, where are we going to do this? You know, I'm going to give you some guidelines. Gone are the days of newspapers, newspaper adverts, billboards, and, you know, other things are the only forms of marketing. There are apps and websites that have open, automated the whole system to make it easier for us. Apps in general save business owners an average of 5.6 hours a week. And this is why I'm obsessed with them. The first one is going to be Facebook Pages Manager. Now, guys, you have a Facebook page for your business and all of this stuff. You have to, you know, manage it better. You don't want your work notifications for your business page to be you know inside there with your aunt saying hello why didn't you come to your cousin's funeral because you mix you miss those things you need it all in the same place so you can have your facebook app but also have your pages manager app because it gives you notifications for messages you know all this other stuff that is important for you to um to do business on facebook the next one that i'm going to talk about is Fiverr. Now, this is for all of you guys who are strapped for cash. You, you know, you don't have a lot of money to spend doing logos, doing some marketing material. You know, those banners that we put, even if it's on the internet, you need those, you know, nicely made banners with your logo and all of that stuff. And not all of us are designers. I, I know I am not. So if you're doing like an ebook cover, converting, converting a blog post into a slide share, writing a few product descriptions, editing videos, you know those things there's a, a website called fiverr.com and it's fiverr with two r's you can go there you can get someone to do the stuff outsource from people who are all over the world and they can do this for cheap five bucks going up us dollars the next one is picker and this is one of the most frequently used marketing tactics for local businesses in a loyalty program um so what you do is every time you go to your, you know, nail salon or, you know, when your customers go to you, they will get um, their card is punched and they get a free sandwich, free whatever it is that um, comes up when they've reached a certain number of visits. So if you want to create a loyalty system for your customers and you don't want it to be too complicated, you know, for you to remember or to print out little cards where they have to tick every time you come because that's also quite expensive. You can use this app for them to always log in and um, get the stuff done. The next one that I'm going to talk about is AdWords. And this is what you need if you're going to do any pay-per-click advertising. Um, you can decide to add, you know, a little bit of traffic to your websites um, through this channel. It's a bit pricey and there are no refunds, but... Um, it's totally worth it if you get the hang of it. You can go to, you can just Google AdWords and something will come up to show you how it works. Then there's Google My Business app self-explanatory. Huh? It will let people know when they're nearby, you know, that kind of thing. Um, it's a great way to check your profile, your stats and new reviews. And it gets people to know the local businesses around them. So if you're on this, people will find you more easily and then there's the get response app 
if you have um, your email marketing, um, you can use this to check how well your pro- your promotion did, how many clicks you got, everything in one place. Guys, this is all I have for you on today's show. Remember, we spoke about whether or not marketing is important for your business. And we had the amazing Felicia from Hive Consultancy. If you want to know more about Hive Consultancy, you can visit their website, um, Hive just Google Hive Consultancy and she will pop up and her company will pop up as well as on social media. It's Hive Consultancy. And we spoke about scholarships available for women in Africa. We had the lovely Libel Lion in studio. Great conversation. And now I just gave you a roundup of the tech. Remember to follow us on Twitter at Africa Biz Radio or like our Facebook page, Africa Business Radio. You're listening to Women in a Man's World and I'm Kudzai Stage. Oh, See you next week. (laughs) I was about to say stay tuned.